You are listening to the Jabin Chavez Leadership Podcast, a conversation designed to help you find your organizational culture and leadership values. Jabin is a pastor, artist, and highly sought-after speaker who has a long track record of growing departments, ministries, and organizations. We know that this podcast will bring value to you as a leader and to your entire team. I just want to let's remind ourselves again of what leadership is. John Maxwell said leadership is influence. That's what leadership is. Leadership is influence, not a title. It's not a position. Um, it's not a, a pastor in front of your name. Leadership is influence. That's, that's what leadership is. Uh, my little riff on that is that leadership is the conviction that what you do is important. So you never be a leader till you have that moment. You'll never be a leader till you have the moment that what I do is important. And the skill to ask others to join you in that important work. So there is a heart conviction to leadership and there's a developed skill to leadership. So I just want to remind you again, is the conviction. I just want to talk about that really quick. I cannot have that conviction for you. I cannot be convicted for you. I can't, I can't, at the end of the day, I can, I can, we can try to help you. We can try to coach you. We can try to lead you. We can try to mentor you. We can try to inspire you, but no one, no one can be convicted for you. No one can hold the conviction for you that yeah. this is important, yeah. that that the greeters are important, that the music is important, that the sound is important, that the kids check-in is important. That like, like no one, no one can do that for you, but you, but when you have it, then you can't, once you get it or find it or fight for it or discover it or develop it, once you have it, then it's, you can't, uh, you can't miss it. Like it's like you see it everywhere. So like we're walking through Disney yesterday and those guys have the, the mics with the little speaker pads. And I was like, we need to get those. I like look at Leanne. I'm like, what are those? You know, I'm like, cause I just, once you're in it, you're in it. Cause I'm like, maybe some greeters should have those or maybe someone should have it on their baptism on the back of their, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, do we need that? Let's maybe we need that. Maybe we need the person calling people over to kids ministry. Hey, we're over here. And they got a microphone. I don't know. I'm just saying like, once you have the conviction, now everything comes from yeah. like, oh, this is important. So like, yeah, we could serve food. Yeah, we could have, we could have just given out wraps. Yeah, we could have just given out a sandwich. No, let's do like a beautiful meal for our teams. And let's, and let's pay the extra couple hundred dollars for the grills. Cause it's, the smell and it's the, and which so many people told me that, man, we walked outside and we smelled the food. Well, that's, you're, you're, you're creating value. You're creating importance. You're creating like, yes, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good way to spend money. That created a memory literally for people where people went, thank you for the food. It smelled so good. I don't know how many times I heard that. Well, that's conviction. Well, what's the cheapest we can do? Well, let's call Jason from Capriati's and get free sandwiches. It's like, no, like we're not looking for a deal. Yeah. That's not leadership. Yeah. Leadership yeah. is not looking for a deal. Yeah. He's not Jehovah Bargoni, <laughs> the God of a good deal. It's Jehovah Jireh. 
He's our provider. Like we don't uh, bars. Uh, bars. Like uh, you don't want to get you don't want to get too cheap. Cheap good. cheap That's leadership good. is not leadership. And so obviously if you can't afford to do that, you can't do it. But my point is like, yeah, yeah, let's spend, yeah. Let's do that package. Yeah, let's get those meats. Yeah, let's like like it's worth it's worth the investment. It's a conviction. And then you see it everywhere. I was watching a guy walk around Disney with his little, whatever that thing is called, little pinchers. I don't even know what they're called. You know, and he's just picking up trash. He's just picking up. And I was like, oh yeah, I like that. Like I felt, I, I felt taken care of by that moment where if you go walk through Six Flags and there's biohazards everywhere, Knott's Berry Farms and there's needles and no, there's not needles, but like, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, Disney has that like, okay, I'm paying for that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was. it's more than Six Flags, but you're paying for that. You're paying. It's the little Mickeys in the, on the floor, and I tell Shannon, maybe we need to do some little CLs around the new building. Maybe, maybe we'll do some hidden CLs for Goldie that she'll just have a core memory of. Like, I don't know. It's just a conviction. It's just like a little. It's all those little things, and, and I can't have that for you. Only you can have it. Only you can um, stir yourself up to get there. So some will only lead with the title. And some only want a title and not leadership. I want to just kind of explain this a little bit. Some will only lead. Hey, if you give me a title, Pastor, I'll do it. If you don't give me that title, I ain't, I ain't doing jack. Uh, others, though, they just want the title. But they don't actually want to lead. Like, yo, just let me sing. Right? Like, that's not your guys' spirit. But like, yo, let me, just, let me just play guitar, bro. I just, like, I don't want to wrap the cable. I don't want to help people. I don't want to pray for people. I don't want to develop people. I don't want to be a part of the youth team. I, look, just give, me, just, give me, just give me an instrument. Just give me a mic. Give me my ears. I'm good. I, I need stereo. No, it's like... It can't just be that, right? It can't just be the title and it, but also it, it can't be for other people, a title where it's like, uh, yeah, I want, I, I'll do anything once I have the title. So both of those are, are not what we're after. We're after influence. We're after conviction and we're after skill. So. Every social post matters, every song matters, every volunteer matters, every outreach matters, every every moment matters. So a good leader will usually have the conviction or the skill. They'll have one or the other. A great leader has both. And we want to become great leaders. So um, someone mentioned as I was teaching how I was vision casting. That's a skill. Yeah. It wasn't on accident. That's a, I'm, I'm, I've developed a skill to share what I want to share and bring in future focus. That's a skill that I've learned. Um, it's a, it was a, it's a, it's a skill that, that I've had, that I've learned to develop. It's a muscle I've learned and it's a talent that I've learned how to, how to be a futurist when I preach 
and take little moments. I didn't just show the building. I showed the land to the side, mm-hmm. right? Like I took advantage of that. And then I threw in real quick. That's where we're going to put the school. And, ah, everybody, that's, those, are, those are actual skills that you can develop that help people to um, – I, I, it was a, it was – it was something in me to look at JR and LEL and go, I'll like, we'll produce music. Like if y'all want to do it, go do it. Cause we'll pay for it. That's like a skill of not just like, um, yeah, yeah. Music's good on Sundays. Let's no, no, no. There's like, yeah. yeah, I can't fully explain it, but it's something you can develop to where people see the future. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just like, we need you right here, right now today. Okay. Yeah. Serve. There's also the picture. So when I got the text about like, we need a, a baptism team. I want to help. I wrote back, amazing. This is going to be awesome. We're going to do this more. That's just, it's like not just heart. <laughs> thumbs up. That's not leadership. That's not leadership. Yeah. That's not leadership. That's not leadership. That's not leadership. Well, I sent out the, I sent out the planning center. They didn't respond. That's not leadership. <laughs> Praise God. I felt that good. Uh, you know, I said social post, right? So D post, Hey, can we all engage? And no one, no one writes him back. So I get it. I don't get it, but I mean, I get it because it's like, Hey, that's my Instagram, man. That's my, that's my, no, no, no. Leadership is influence. That's good. So then you have homeboy photographer who posted, I don't know, 19,000 times on this weekend about the ministry and he's not paid. Right. I just think. Well, I don't want it to look, well, I don't want it to, well, I didn't, I didn't, no, like it's influence. It's all influence. It's all influence. There is no, uh, looking a certain way. It's in, it's using your influence. The reason that I repost people that tag me is cause I'm, it's actually a form of me letting them know I value your engagement in the church. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's never like, oh, good. Now I'm now I feel important. No, it's like you posted about church, and I value that, and I value your voice. Yeah. You're you've lended your voice and your world, whether you have two hundred followers or a million followers, you've lended your voice to my thing. I I want to acknowledge and and show value to you. By reposting. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it, you, you got to see it that way. You got to see it that way. Okay. So I'm engaged in a great work. That's what Nehemiah said. I'm engaged in a great work. And you have to get there. The stream is a great work. The mix is a great work. Every camera angle is a great work. Every, uh, when, when the, when the people are walking in late and they don't know where's the auditorium, where's the, that's a great work. That's a huge moment. Those five to 10 minutes of everyone's kind of already cleared out. And now the little courtyard's kind of empty, but people are still trailing in. And usually those people don't know where to go. So they're that, that's a great work. You have to see it that way. Oh, they're late. No, no, no. It's a great, like you just have to see all those moments as, as a great 
as a great work, the MC moment that feels like Groundhog Day because we run it after and after and again and again and again. But it's a great work. Every time I get up, hey, my name's Jabe, and I'm so honored to pastor this church. It's been, I, why do I have to, why are you introducing yourself? Because there's new people. It's a great work, it's a, but it's a conviction. It's a, right? So leaders have the ability to inspire, to ask, to encourage and to communicate. You, you, you cannot lead with a poor speaking ability. You're gonna have to grow in your ability to speak because you're gonna have to use your voice to inspire, to ask, to encourage, and to communicate. Inspire, ask, encourage, and communicate. You're going to have to learn how to do these things. I'll just say one more thing on that because I, I know I've hashed a lot of this before, but you, we, we never ask with an apology ever. Right. Ever. Right. Hey, Josh and Angel, can you put these signs together? I, know, I mean, we know you guys are so busy and we know there's a lot going on. We're so sorry, but man, if you guys could just, ah, no. We're building the house of God. That's right. That's good. I, don't know, I think I, I was thinking like we need to do something back to school next year where we let's do haircuts and let's do nails and let's do like, let's do, I don't know. I don't know what, like, I was just like, let's get kids looking sharp on their, on their first day back at school. I'm not going to, Hey Venus, I know you're really busy. I don't know if you can maybe just paint some fingernails. <laughs> no, I'm going to be like, Hey sis, I need you. And I need you to find 10 of your friends and you need to volunteer on a Sunday. And we're going to have back to school Sunday. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hey D I need you to find all the barbers. We're going to cut hair and get kids looking good on the first day back at school. Like, does that make sense? There's a yeah. different, we never ask with an apology. Now we ask with honor. We ask yeah. with gratitude. We ask it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so yeah. much, but never like, we're so sorry, but you yeah. no, this is, yeah. this is the house of the Lord. Yeah. Okay. And make a mental note of that. Cause I want to do that next year. So somebody figure out how to do it. Okay. Cause it's not going to be me. Number one, <laughs> well, you definitely don't want me cutting hair or doing nails. <laughs> It's just a point, like, but just think about like, let's do it. Let's do backpacks. Let's do, what are we doing for Thanksgiving? Let's, let's ask people to provide a turkey. Let's ask people to bring food. Let's ask people to bring some coats around Christmas. Like, like communicate the need and never ask with an apology. Yeah. All right. Number one, we're talking about leadership, which is a conviction and a skill. We, number one, have to have courageous leadership. Courageous leadership. Great leaders are courageous leaders. Second Samuel 10, 12. Second Samuel 10, 12. Be courageous and let us show ourselves courageous for the benefit of the people and the cities. Okay, watch that. Okay, well, I am courageous. I know, but that's not leadership. Here's leadership. And let us show ourselves courageous. I'm a worshiper, but you never lift your hands, but you never sing, but you never shout. But no, the word's good. I know, but you never take notes and you never say amen. But that's not, no, no, you got to, you have to break out of the shell. That's really And 
because I know you're, I'm not, I'm not questioning your heart. Be courageous, but now show ourselves courageous. Yes, very good. For the benefit of the people and the cities of our God. And may the Lord do what is good in his sight. So courageous leadership is expressive. Courageous leadership is bold. Courage is the ability to follow God in adversity. I love this in the uh, in the King James. It says, "Be courageous and show like men. Show like men." I, I don't really know exactly what I. I think he's just like man up, y'all. We got people who need a leader, and we got cities who need a leader. Man up, like there's just like show it. Uh, courage is leading people with clarity, conviction, and purpose. A courageous leader leads people with clarity, conviction, and purpose. That's, a, a, that's what that's what you're you're able to do. Courage will. Um, if you've got a hundred people that you're leading, courage will unattract five, but it'll rally ninety-five. You know what I'm saying? Very like, good. Yeah. so you're and you're okay with that. We're never trying to lose people, but we are trying to, but we are trying to rally people. Yeah. Yeah. Courage is leading with clarity and conviction and purpose. And, and we're, and we're, we're able to rally around those things with courage. Um, I, I receive offerings with courage. Mm-hmm. I don't receive offerings like most people. Well, most, most pastors don't even receive the offering because yeah, they're yeah. too intimidated. I actually do it. And I, I tell people that they should. I tell people that God's going to bless them for it. I tell people how it's going to help uh, the ministry and what it's going to do for the kingdom. Um, I tell people don't give if they don't feel led by the Holy Spirit. I tell people to be joyful in their generosity. But like there, there, is, a, there is a courage to that because there has to be a clarity and a conviction and a purpose to how we lead. Hey, here's what we're doing. Here's the expectations. Hey, you keep on showing up late. We got to figure this out. Hey, you keep on uh, whatever. We got to we got to work on this. Hey, here's here's an issue that keeps happening. We got courageous leadership is able to speak with clarity, conviction, and purpose. Be courageous and then show it. Show it. Number two, I love this phrase that Ron Wood said: invisible leadership. Invisible leadership. Invisible leadership is self-leadership. It's the, it's the part of your life that no one sees but you. It's the part that God is looking for and the part that God finds. I found a man after my own heart. No one else found him. No one else saw him. No one else was seeking him. No one else recognized him, but God found David in the fields with the sheep. Here's a huge key. Fighting enemies that no one saw. We all have enemies. We all have enemies. We all have 
our own struggles, our own fights, our own baggage, our own trauma, our own insecurities, our own, and you're, you're going to have to fight those things. And it's in the, it's in the invisible, it's in the secret, it's in the field when no one's looking. It's when the lion's coming and David could go, I'm just going to let him have his, right? And instead he gets a club and he grabs him by the beard. It's the bears coming up and he goes, you know what? This is, I'm just going to let, I'm just going to let him have, have a snack. But instead he fights the bear. That's the, it's, it's that. Because the lion and the bear, nobody saw. And they're always like, everybody saw Goliath. Nobody saw the lion and the bear. And a lot of us want to face a Goliath and be promoted, but we don't want to deal with the lions and the bears. And so you ne- you, everything is graduation. Everything is graduation. So you have to learn to battle your lion and your bear that nobody sees. First Corinthians 3.12, Paul said, there's two ways of living life. Wood, hay, and stubble, that's all above the ground. Gold, silver, precious stone, that's all below the ground. You get to decide which value system you live by. Well, I live by wood, hay, and stubble. Everybody can see it, but it can be burned up really quick. Or well, I live by gold, silver, and precious stone. That's invisible leadership. I want our church to have gold, silver, and precious stone preaching and worship and community. And it's not wood, hay, and stubble ministry that can just be taken out by any one little thing. It's, it's gold, silver, and precious stone ministry where the, where the worship's deep and the preaching is deep. Not, not preaching is deep. Like it's, it's, it's heady. Preaching is deep. Like it hits you deep and the community is deep and the, and the conversations are deep and the staff connection is deep and the culture is deep. Right. Like we can have, we can, we could just have some, some plants and it can just, it can all look cute or we can have diamonds and rubies and gold and silver. And so we decide that. And that's, that's self-leadership. You can, and you, when, when it's there, you feel it because it's like every word carries like weight. Every song carries weight. Every service carries weight. Every moment carries weight. Um, Because it's, because it's below the ground. Self-leadership too. Team leadership. Team leadership. Two are better than one. Ecclesiastes tells us that two are better than one. So to be on a church staff, to be married to a church staff member, then you have to agree and be okay with the fact that you're on a team. You're on a team. Um, I want to be on a family, not a team. I can't, um, I can't promise you that. You know what I mean? But I can, but we can be a team. 
And I think a lot of times we, we want, we want family out of this room. And I don't know if that, I, we can't guarantee that. We can't promise that. I don't use language like that. Wow. We're just a family. I don't use language like that. We're a team. Because yeah. I have a family. And they keep me busy. <laughs> um, that, that doesn't mean we're not family. That, I hope you hear my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I can't adopt you as a spiritual child. And the, we, we're not, not, nobody's putting that pressure on us. We are, we are a team. All serving Jesus. I think family can family can happen. I think family can grow. I think team members become family. But we're not but we're not putting a un we're not putting an unrealistic pressure. On, I'm not putting that on you guys and you're not putting that on me because all the, for me personally, the family that I have seen in ministry, it's not, none of it's real. It's jargon. And so I think it's better to just go, we're a, we're a team. We're a championship team. We kick in the devil's rear end. We are, we are taking ground in a city. This is amazing. And, oh, and I have a family. Right? This is why, as a family, we're going to go do what we're going to do in October. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trusting the team to hold it down as a team yeah. because they're different. Because yep. I only have one Goldie. So I got to, does that make sense? Like, yeah. so, but now in a team, no one is in competition in this room because we're all on the same team. So I'm letting you process all that because you're going, oh, man, what does all that mean? It, it just means what it means. That's what it means. <laughs> That's what it means. Does that not mean I couldn't become someone in this room, spiritual father or? No, of course not. It just means. We're, we're not we're not putting mysterious like I like metrics. And sometimes spirit, like we can get overly spiritual where, and it's like, what did that mean? Mm-hmm. You're my spiritual father. What? Ah. <laughs> really right. Or, or you're my spiritual son. Well, what is that? Well, so I, do I owe you something? Like, what is that? Yeah. It can all, it can get like gray and it can get culty yeah. mm-hmm. with a team. It's like, we're a team. Yeah. I'm the coach. Yeah. And here's where we're going. Yeah. Now, I think, and then some, some of those organic things can happen. Sure. But I mean, I remember a guy telling me, you're my spiritual son. And I went, I don't, I don't, I don't, one, I don't feel fathered. Two, I don't even know what you mean by that. Yeah. Right. And it's all ambiguous and gray. And I hope I'm, I hope I'm helping. But we're a team. So, but if we're a team and we're on the same team, then we're not in competition. In Mark 10, there were, there were two guys that were in competition. Jesus, we want to sit at your left and at your right. 
that all the other disciples hated him for it. So Jesus said, oh, you guys are missing it. The greatest is the servant. We're on the same team. We're all building the same thing. And, and, and by the way, you don't even know what you're asking for. I love that. Jesus says that. He goes, you have no idea what you're asking for. Uh, number two, I, I don't have the authority to do it anyway. So just serve. And then as you serve, let God elevate you. We're, 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 we're a team. It's team leadership. In, in team leadership, there are, there are defined roles, but the win matters more than the role yeah. in a team. Which, so this is why uh, you know, you'll have a great basketball player that maybe had a really uh, a, a crazy heyday at one point. And, but he's not a starter anymore. So they go, hey, we, we need to put you on the bench. And they flip out. And they go, I don't play on the bench. I don't play from the bench. I'm a starter. And what they're saying is my role matters more than the wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you have to decide what do I want? And now yeah. The win. What's The win for us is the, ch- the yes. church, yeah. City Light Church, yeah. fulfilling its call yeah. to yeah. its highest form. Yeah. yeah. And if I'm on the bench or if I'm on the starting five, it, it doesn't really matter because I'm on the team yeah. and we're, we're winning. I'm putting this for you who are listening in quotation marks because there, you know, the win is not, all right, we grew to this number. The win is not, no, the win is life change. The win is what we saw this weekend. That's the win. The win is what we're doing. But, but we're, we care more about that, the purpose of the church, City Light Church finding and fulfilling its purpose becomes the number one objective, not my, my seat on that, on that row. That's so good. Which again, and, and. And sometimes you do go, okay, and now it's time to be traded to another team, right? I mean, I've worked for two churches, so I understand there is, there does come moments where it's like, okay, I've, I've helped this house fulfill its purpose as long as I could, yeah. right? So it's not, it's not like, and you never leave ever, none of you, no. It's like, okay, I ran my race here, and now that season's up, and I have and I've prayed that it wouldn't be up, but it's up. So now it's the next move. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, but while I'm on the team, right? It's like, whatever, whatever, and whenever, and however to help this team win. So now that goes right into number four, sacrificial leadership. Sacrificial leadership. Joshua is rallying the troops in Joshua chapter five. And I love this because he goes, before we go take the land, every man's going to be circumcised. Because if, if you're a, if you're a leader who's never been cut, You're not going to be effective because you'll be insensitive. You'll be mean. I'm not talking about cutting like being some awful 
tragedy that every person has to go to. But like, you got to be willing to sacrifice. Every once in a while, you got to go, ow. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go fight. Yeah, very good. Hey, ouch. Oh, okay, let's go. Let's go. You're not my enemy. Joshua cut me, but Joshua's not my enemy. Yeah. Think about that. That that's and everyone has to get there. And actually, that's the test of what I just talked about. That if you can be cut and not leave because the the cutting was for my benefit. And the cutting was for my covenant, and the cutting was for my maturity. Very good. And the and the cutting was not to to harm me. Now, again, I can speak from this. I think with a lot of conviction and a lot of clarity, because I've been a part of ungodly cutting in one church culture and godly cutting in another church culture. I've been a part of both. Yeah. So I've been a part of what I would consider now emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, verbal abuse. probably should have filed a lawsuit, right? I've been a part of that. I've also been a part of good, godly, maturing, cutting that hurt my feelings because it hurt my ego, but it was, but it was like level up and it's like, you bet, let's go. And, you know, so Jensen would cut me every once in a while. There'd be a little Nick once in a while. There'd be a little... But it was always, it was always for the vision. It was always for the future. It always made me better. It was never personal, right? Joshua cutting the men was not personal. It was, it was the commandment of God for the victory. And it was basically God saying, you're not going to go into battle and not be in covenant with me. So we're, we're going to go out. Now, here's the other thing. The enemy never saw the cutting. But they knew they were cut. They knew they were in covenant. They, they, they were growing. They were maturing. They were, they were getting better. They were getting stronger. And it's, it's the sacrifice. It's the, it's the, not everything should fit your 40 hour a week. That's not in my job description. There should be some cutting. There should be, and we don't do a lot of that. Really. We really don't. We're really, I think, good about a lot of that. But like, there should be some Oh yeah, that yeah, that does that's not in my that's not here. But it's but it's what I need to do for this. There's just there's some sacrifices that need to be made. Miracle offerings coming up in November. What what would be what would be a sacrifice for you? I have no idea. Would it be fifty bucks to a newlywed couple that's having a baby in a couple of months? Yeah, maybe that is. Maybe it's literally all right, this week we're not gonna do X. This month we're not going to do X, and that and this is miracle offering. I re, I remember those days. Okay, I remember going into a big offering, going, okay, we're a month out. What can I do for the next month to sow something? Right, not like not eat. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. But maybe 
you know, maybe this month I'm not going to do X because we're giving a miracle offer. Okay, I remember those days, and I also remember the days we're in right now, which are a lot different. My, but, but it's, but it's a sacrifice. So, I, I, so it's not an amount; it's a sacrifice, and it's a, it's the conscious decision to to cut mm-hmm. something in your life to lead. Right, so this room will not be the biggest giving group in our church numerically. Right? Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have one guy that outgives this whole room with one gift. I hope. Praise God. Let's go, Jesus. My butt. Sacrificially, yeah. we should be able to. We yeah. should be able to drive away on November nineteenth after miracle offering and go. I I got I got a nick here. I bled a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna have to heal a little bit. Like yeah. next cu- next couple of weeks gonna be a little tight, yeah. right? Because you know that happened, right? They got cut and then they had to heal. Yeah. They got cut and then they had to go. Just yeah. don't move for the next few days because they were all. <laughs> I remember those. I literally remember those days. I remember the days of giving and then going. All right, the next until the next paycheck or until the or for the next month or yeah. again. I'm not putting a number. Please hear my heart. I'm only speaking from experience of like there was a, there was a preparation before and there was a preparation after that sacrificial leadership. There are things we cannot do this year as a couple for us personally because of what the Holy Spirit's asked me to do. And there are things we will do next year, I think... <laughs> Cause it does. Cause I don't feel like the Holy Spirit's going to ask me to do that again. Praise God. <laughs> right. So she's got some plans for the house and I got some plans. We got some plans. And I said, sis, just get me to 2024 and we're going to be, we're going to be all right. But I'm, but, but things are different this year. Cause God cut me this year. Yeah. I'm in covenant this year. I made a covenant this year. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel that? That's all. I, what does that mean for me? I don't know. But I, but I would hope it, I hope that shows up every once in a while in your life. Okay. Number five, now that we've sacrificed and been circumcised, there's number five. Let's, let's try to brighten this up. Joyful leadership, joyful leadership. If the Lord loves a cheerful giver, then he for sure loves a cheerful leader. The Lord loves a cheerful giver, the Bible says. And I believe he loves cheerful leaders. Um, Amazing in in Luke 10, the scripture says, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. I have no idea what that looked like. Okay, but if, if we were just talking about that courage has to be expressed, right? Then joy has to be expressed. Yeah. We can't, we can't we can't walk in on Sundays with a Starbucks. We can't you can't have that. We gotta rejoice. Jesus was rejoicing and it was and it was evident and it was expressive, and Luke wrote it down. And I don't know what I don't know what that looked like, but there was a there was a cheerfulness. 
There was a joy about Jesus' leadership. Let me prove to you that Jesus was joyful. Couldn't keep kids away from him. The disciples are literally trying to push kids away from him. Get away, get away, get away. You couldn't, and Jesus going, no, let him, come on, come on, come on. Come here, let me bless you. Let me bless you. Come on, come over here. Let me bless him. Let me put my hands on you. Let me bless you. Let me speak blessing over you. That, so you, you gotta have a, there's a cheerfulness. There's a joy to it. Paul wrote in Philippians, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Uh, let your, and then he says this, let your gentleness be made evident to all. Okay, that's a pretty weird connection. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. I, I can't even truly process that, but there's a, there's a joy and a gentleness that's connected. Yeah. Good. Now you can be a courageous leader, bold leader, strong leader, tough leader, and be gentle. Very good. Be gent- there's a gentleness to it. There's a, there's a, there's a white glove to it, right? There's a, there's a class to it. There's a, there's a rhythm to it. There's an ease to it. I walk in on Sunday mornings and I try to, I just try to touch as many people as I can while I'm walking in. It's the last thing I want to do because I'm thinking about the sermon and I'm nervous and I'm, but I just come in, Hey, how do you guys? And I hit the whole worship team. Right? Hey, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? And in my mind, I'm just going, oh, how's this, where's that point going to go? And how am I going to flow to that? And who's going to come today? And I, and I, but I, hey, I'm there's just a gentleness to me. Yeah. I don't just roll in the back with my headphones on, my clothes. On. Right? No, no. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? There's a, you got to have a, there's a joy that joy can look and should look gentle relationally. Right? So the joy in the worship is expressive, but then there's a, there's a gentleness to, to your life. Let your gentleness be evident to all. People are drawn to a happy leader. Let me rephrase that a little bit. Sorry, before you write down. People are drawn to the happy leader. People are drawn to the happy leader. Because they're going through stuff. So they're looking for relief. They're looking for gentleness. Now we we can keep people accountable. We can call people to commitment. Mm-hmm. Gentleness looks like, hey, sister, hey, brother, you signed up to be a small group leader, but you don't tithe, and that's a commitment. Mm-hmm. Let's process that. There's gonna have there's gonna have to be a fine touch mm-hmm. to that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you. Hey. <laughs> And the, in that moment, what's joy have to, gentle. Let's just stop. Let's have a coffee. Let's chill. Let's, I know you're mad right now, but we're going to be gentle. Right? So the joy looks like gentleness. Hey, can we come back to church? Oh, yeah, I told that story. Of course. Call me. Let's get on the phone. Gentle. Gentle. Oh, you tried all the rest. Now you're going to come back to the best. No, that's what it, 
Jesus juke. Ah, no, we're not the best. That's not gentle. That's not. I've literally heard it. I've heard it. I've heard those statements before. I've heard it. Not here. I've heard it. No, we're gentle. We're gentle. Oh, we'd love to have you back. I didn't, where, where have you been? Where'd you go? What was it like? No, no, no. Oh, we'd love to have you. Please come back. We've missed you. Gentle. There's a, there's a class to it. There's a class to it. Maybe we'll do classy leadership. Maybe I need to add that. Because there, there really, it, there's like a, there's a, there's a class to it. Um, let's go to that real Let me add one. Six, classy leadership. The, the, the food, like, like we're feeding you this, that's classy. We found the best bagel spot in Newport. We found the best donuts in Newport. We found the best coffee in Newport. And we didn't, and we didn't put you in the Motel 6. This, there's a class that communicates, not that we're bougie, though we are, and, the, and we're a work in process. But close from the top. But that, like, we value you. There's class. We start on time. We, we every, it's, the screens... Every time I talk about something, there's a corresponding image. It's class. It's, um, hey, we're so glad you're here. There's class to it. There's, I hope, yeah, there's, there's an excellence. And I know, like, I think I'm using class maybe to get your brain to function different because excellence is so overused. There's a, there's a class to it. There's a, um, yeah, I, I, I can't quite explain it, but when you've experienced it, you know it. The, yeah. There's a safety in it. There's yeah. a. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I just I can't get away from it. But there, yeah, there, there's a way that I that that I walk up. I walk up to guys on Sundays and I shake their hand. I look right at them. It's so great to see you. How you doing today? Thank you for being here. Wow, it's your first time. Wow, thank you. Please come back. There's a, there's a class to that. Yeah. I, don't, I can't explain it, but it, hey, what's up? What's up, man? What's up? How are you doing? I just, there's, there's like, you're trying. Yeah. And you want to make people feel valuable, not because you're playing a game. This isn't sales, yeah. but because you actually value them. Yeah. 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 Um, I, uh, I, I saw Lauren's parents two weeks ago and, and her dad said, are you coming to the party? <laughs> no, 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 but seriously. And I go, oh, I, I so wish I could. I gotta go out of town, but Shannon and Gold, you're gonna be there. It's gonna be so awesome. He really loves her, huh? He really does. He's crazy about it. I know, but I, we're telling him to just <laughs> take their, I know. <laughs> I, I can't explain that, but it's not just a, it's a good, have a good yeah. week. I don't you, like take the moment. Yeah. There's yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah. I met I met Shayla's parents and I and I took time. Not and again, that's not. There's no system behind that. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're pastors. They're worthy of respect. They're worthy of some time. They're they're worthy of of a couple of minutes of. How, so how are you doing? Hey, I, man, I'm so proud of these guys. Aren't they amazing? That you know, you just there's. There's a, a a class to it. There's um. It's really good. 
I don't know how to, I don't know how to define classiness, but you know, you know, you know, class and some people have it and some people don't know how to spell it. (laughs) Can't explain it. And you can, you can kind of feel it in churches when it's like, where, where's the deal? (laughs) What? What's that? Yeah. Yeah. For you who are, can't, are not in the room, they leave off the CL of class. Okay. Yeah. And, but you can even have, you know, you can kind of like have churches that kind of like, um, cause class is not uppity, yeah. right? So like, that's the other side of it. Like, yeah. um, yeah. when you go, when you go, you know, especially when you're first learning to play golf and you're walking into mm-hmm. the pro shop and everything's weird and you kind of don't know what to, and everything feels, well, that's not class. Cause a lot of those guys are just dorks, you know, like, <laughs> It's not uppity because when if like if you've ever if you ever go and everyone in this room will in Jesus name, you ever go to a Rosewood Hotel or a Four Seasons or Ritz Carlton, you will. You will. Those will be your hotels. They don't make you you walk you walk into a courtyard by Marriott and they make you feel like you're bothering them. Like, so you're checking. What's your name? It's like this was eighty nine dollars a night. Yeah. You walk into a Four Seasons. Mr. Chavez, we've been expecting you all day. <laughs> We're so excited to have you. Oh, you're going to love it. Oh, you've got a daughter. How old are you? Can we get you a drink? Can we get you some champagne? Can we get you? Now, yes, are you are you paying for that? Yes, but there's a vat where you just, yeah, well, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's actually been just a long travel day. It's just, yeah, you know. <laughs> all I'm... It's not up you when you go to a hotel like that. It's not uppity. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very welcoming and and I you know so the church in when I say class or excellence, it's not uppity and 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 we're the who's who and if you're lucky, you'll find your way in. No, it's actually the opposite. It's like no no no, we're going to be so let us walk you to your room. Let us let us get you checked in. Let us help you. Let us get let us get your bags up on the on the little things and let us. It's it's a different, so it isn't maybe what you would expect. It's actually, um, it's actually super warm. Mm-hmm. Okay, class, classy leadership. Okay, one more, because I threw one in. So now number seven, visionary leadership, and we'll take a break. Visionary leadership. Visionary leadership sees beyond the now. And, and visionary leadership can see what could be. What could be? What could be? What could be? You know, I thought about that moment of um, that little flow moment on, on surf team and I'm singing in tongues. And it, I literally in the moment went, we ain't going to cut this. Because it's actually it will be very good for worshipers and Christians and pastors to hear this guy speaking in tongues, not just upper room or, you know, Bethel or, but like the guy that's a little more, not that, right? We love, we love upper room. We love Bethel. (laughs) But my point is like, that wouldn't be anything maybe Mm -hmm. if they did it or Jesus image or, you know, some of these ministries. But for a guy that's way more middle of the road, it'll be good. It'll be good that 
that they know there's, thank you, Angel. We know you're excited. Angel's like, I want a whole album in tongues with no interpretation. Uh, but my point is, it's actually, it is good. It's actually good that like, it's not our normal, you know, it's not every Sunday we're rolling around on the floor, but like, it's good to like, yeah, we are spirit filled. Yeah, we do believe in this. Yeah, we do. We do flow this way. We do. This is a part of our expression. This is, does that make sense? Like, and that's visionary to me. Yes. One, it wasn't planned, but as it happened, I went, oh yeah, let's keep this. Yeah. This will be like a little bit. Yeah, this will be. It's like, like there would be people that would be very expected from and then. Uh, you know, that wouldn't be the normal thing. And I have some worlds that will hear that, that will be good for them. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're like, we're future. We're, we're mm-hmm. thinking what could be and what should be. And um, vision is here is where we're going. Here is where you fit. Here is where we are going. Here is where you fit. Think about that. That's vision. Here's where we're going. Here's where you fit. Sometimes, and this is where maturity is demanded. Sometimes the fit is there and the going is still a little bit out here by faith. It's uh, it's Abraham saying, I'm going to a place that I don't, God's calling me somewhere and I don't really know, right? Hebrews says that, Hebrews 11 says, he went without knowing. Mm-hmm. So there is a part of, of it that's kind of like, I, we're, we're going somewhere there, yeah. but you fit. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go. Where are we going? Ah, here we go. Let's pray. <laughs> Other times it's like, here's where we're going. Yeah. It's so clear. Yeah. Where do you fit? Ah, we're trying to, we're working it out. We're working that out. We're going to work it out together. Yeah. And then sometimes there's this super clear vision of like, here's where we're going. Here's where you fit. Turn up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let all that hang in tension. Just kind of just let it hang in tension. Let all that hang in tension. I think Lauren's a good example of like, here's where we're going. There's a, there's a part of her that is a, is an obvious fit. There's another part of like, yeah, but we can't just hire you to be a singer yet. So you're a contractor that should be a staff member, but we don't, does that make sense? Like, and there's just a little bit uh, sorry. (laughs) Right. And Jr. started that way. Right. It's like, Jr. Yeah, you're called, man. We're going to give you this much a week, but like, we know it's not enough to live, but but we're going somewhere. But we don't really have the fit yet. That's okay, and that's like that's the that's part of of it. And then sometimes it's like, yo, here's where we're going. Here's where you fit. Boom, 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 boom. This is it. This is your job. Here's your title. Here's your here's your job description. Boom. Sometimes it's here's where we're going. Here's where you fit, but we can't afford you. <laughs> That's okay too. I I gave Kyle Anderson a death stare. You know, so it's like that's okay too. So we're okay with that because it's like there is a there is a clarity, but there's also a all that it's all Amen. happening. 
But what we're doing as leaders, though, is we're constantly trying to, uh, we're constantly trying to show as as good as we can by faith. This is where we're going. This is where you fit. This is where you're going. This is where you fit. Yeah. Uh, like an intro, like again, I, I go back to baptisms. It's like, yeah, that's that's becoming a team yeah. Yeah. that started in vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People popping up, going, I want to, I want to teach at the school. I've got experience. Can we start the school this year? No. <laughs> uh, a, a lady saying, Can we buy portables? Can we just buy portables and put them out? On? No, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> My, but that's good. The vision is creating a picture of the future and it's, and it's starting to, people are starting to pop up going, well, I fit in that. I can do that. I can teach. I'm a teacher. I'll quit my school and I'll go work at your school. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's like, that's a good, that's a good example of like, it's, it's happening ish. Others of it, it's very clear. It's like, all right, we're building a building. Yeah. We're talking about staff members that we will need specifically for that building that we don't have right now. Like, we're going to need a full team of just building people. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, we'll need a handyman. We'll need, we'll need facilities. We'll need, yeah. like, yeah. there will be, so that will, that vision will create a fit. And then, yeah. okay. But we're visionary leaders. Which, which means visionary leadership is not dangling a carrot in front of a donkey. Yeah. Faking vision. <laughs> visionary leadership is we have a God picture. It's pretty clear. Some parts of it are very clear. Some parts of it are hazy, but we're, but we're going this way. We believe you can go with us on this journey. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about the volunteer who, who's holding a sign. I'm talking about everybody. Yes. I mean, you fit here cause we need you. And here's where we're going. Um, that creates, I, I got a text. I was texting for, and I was asking about Saturday. I love my city. Cause I had a guy text me. He said, my wife and daughter want to serve. They're not on a serve team. They, they, but, that just happened like that. In that moment, I don't go, yeah, I'm going to email the church. You know, I don't know, go online. No, I start texting. When does this happen? How does this happen? When do yeah. they go up? When do they show up? And I was because being a visionary leader means um, we're, we're constantly, when there's interest, we're constantly finding the fit yeah, that's good. for them to jump into that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Amen.